It's 20 past 8 and this morning again in Pennywise we welcome Wes Gina. Good morning. Morning, morning guys. It's good morning. to be here. Lovely to speak to you this morning. We're going to chat about catch up on dread disease and also income protection. And I mean, this with this past pandemic, this is quite important and relevant. So today we're going to just recap on what exactly some of these risk products are, the differences between them and why they are needed. Now, uh, the products we will look at today are dread disease or critical illness and income protection. So please just give us a bit of background on that. Yeah, so absolutely. It's, it's amazing how people, they often associate financial advice only with investments and the risk side, which we're talking about today, is often ignored or underappreciated. Um, mm. And I always think that this aspect of financial planning, this is the one that you need to get right before you get your investments or retirement strategy right. And there's no... Uh, right or wrong but I just want to explain my kind of my thinking around why I say that and I'm going to okay. use two examples to illustrate that point so let's just assume that you're 30 years old and you're earning an income of 180,000 rand a year and you work at the same company for the next 35 years until you're 65 and every year you get an annual increase on your salary of 5% you don't get any bonuses or any overtime pay so just just quite a basic simple yeah. uh, working career I know that that's not reality for everyone but <laughs> um, just to make it simple so how much would you have been paid over your 35 years of service and the answer is that it's a little over 17 million rand yeah so this is really what you're trying to protect with income protection. It's your ability to earn that 17 million rand. So if something happened to you where you couldn't work, let's mm-hmm. say at age 40, then that's 15 million of your future 17 million that you now can't earn. Sure. So, And the second example to prove or illustrate the same point in a different way if at 30 you decided to rather focus on your retirement at the expense of your risk, so you weren't going to worry about income protection or life insurance or anything like that, and, and you thought, I'm going to make sure that I've got enough for retirement. So using that exact same example, if instead of paying a premium on income protection, you said, I'm going to use that uh, money to invest into a, an RA, let's call it, and mm-hmm. you invested 10% of your salary into retirement. So you started at 35, and so, let's say after five years, um, something happened to you, you would have had 100,000 Rand saved up. Now, that 100,000 Rand is not going to last you nearly as long as if you had your income, which is a monthly kind of payment insured that would have been made to you over the next kind of 35 years. So you're almost comparing that 100,000 that you've saved Mm -hmm. to an insurance that's going to pay you the course of the 15 million that you're no longer able to earn. That's sure. incredible if you look at it that way, you know. Yes. So hopefully people can see that it's absolutely important to get the risk side mm. of their financial planning right. I mean, what you just explained now is is a very big difference. They are on the opposite sides of the scale. So looking at two topics for today, can you quickly tell us what is the main differences between the dread disease and the income protection? Okay, so the, the perception with many individuals is that income protection is something that's it's only really going to cover you for physical disabilities. And, and the first thing that comes to mind is that there's a car accident and someone becomes paralyzed. Mm-hmm. However, an inability to work is not, not always the result of a physical disability, but it can be the result of a health issue. For example, having a stroke and not being able to adequately recover to return to work mm-hmm. or being diagnosed with something like motor neuron disease. 
And other examples, severe cases of depression or mental disorder, that's been reasons for claims with insurance companies. And Wes, if I may just interject, just last week we mm. read about a guy who actually lost his memory. He can't remember anything. Yeah, yeah. And every day when he wakes up, he can't remember anything from the day before. So I was also thinking that guy can't work because he'll never... Was that Adam remember. Sandler from 51st Night? Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, it's Drew Barrymore. Yeah. <laughs> it's Drew Barrymore. It's, sorry. It sounds like that story, but an actual South African man. Yeah. Anyway. So, mm. so yeah. So income protection in a nutshell it's protecting your ability to earn an income upon which all your kind of your future retirement plans hinge but it is linked to work you need to be able to show that you can't work Mm -hmm. and whereas dread disease it's covering you for similar events health events so a heart attack or a stroke but there isn't this link to to work it's just if this thing happens it will pay out an amount so with income protection it's a a monthly amount because it's replacing your salary and it's linked to work with dread disease it's not linked to work and it's not a monthly amount it's whatever amount you settle for um, or or whatever amount you decide to get cover for and it pays that out upon that event happening so whether that's a heart attack or stroke or cancer or whatever and the reasons generally that you'd need it um, or that you'd want that money or need that money for would be um, it may you may want an extended kind of sick leave period so it may benefit you to remain in bed longer just to aid your recovery rather than returning to work too soon okay. or um, a dread disease can shorten your life expectancy um, so you've got less years of work therefore the benefit will enable you to reprioritize your life scale down on your business take more holidays with your family improve your quality of life just examples like that it might be Getting ramps to your house if you need to be in a wheelchair or getting a special car. Um, so it's it's things that are not going to be covered by your medical aid, but that you're going to need to adjust to your new lifestyle. Yeah. Mm. Well, you know, this all sounds quite scary, and I, I guess it's uh, that's why they call it dread disease, you know. But now I want to ask you for all the young and fit and healthy people out there. Um, we never think of that because we say, no, it will never happen to me, or no, I'm still healthy. Um, do you think it's, it, it's, it's um, applicable to them as well or do you think it's only for those people that knows that they're not that healthy um, already showing signs of of say uh, overweight or whatever yeah so you think it's that uh, i'm going to share some statistics so I, I generally don't like doing this because you never want to scare someone into doing these things but at the same time looking at statistics if it scares you that can be a good thing because mm. knowledge is power and so you can make a plan to do something about it okay and um, so these are some statistics that come from the life insurers um, and around just some of the conditions that we all have to become accustomed to so one in every four people will suffer a heart attack there are eight heart attacks every hour in south africa eight out of ten people will suffer a stroke five of those eight are women and 25% of those are under the age of 45. 10% of stroke patients recover completely. 53% will be completely dependent on others. One in every three people will be diagnosed with some form of cancer. One in 11 females will be diagnosed with breast cancer. And the average age of a person submitting a dread disease claim in South Africa is 41. 
So there is this tendency to feel invincible when you're young, but that's why it's just so necessary to speak to financial advisors to help you reduce the risk in your life and insure against these types of events. Yeah, well, that is so necessary. And this morning we spoke about the percentage of people that is uh, overweight currently in South Africa due to the pandemic this year. The people just sitting and not being that active and uh, ordering takeaways and all of that. And and that's the physical side. And it's Mm. hard to kind of measure the mental side. Of, of of what's happening with the pandemic. Yeah. Sure. sure. Thank you so much, Wes. I mean, it's scary to look at those statistics. It's scary to think about that. And also certain types of cancer don't care how healthy or young you are. I mean, if you look mm-hmm. at Lance Armstrong and many other cases like that, a sports person that's being affected by this. And so these dreaded diseases are actually so scary. So thanks so much for giving us this information. If someone wants to find out more, if they want to plan their risk, if they want to look at their health and how they can cover themselves completely, you can, of course, contact Wes on Wesley at Multitrust.net and then get his details on Facebook as well and um, get in touch with you. Yeah, great. Thanks, we'll Wes. see you next week. Till next week. Cheers. Cheers, guys.